Anyway, coming back to Umar's Islam, it was in the sixth year of Nubuwah, of prophethood, when Umar decided enough is enough. Enough is enough. The Muslims are causing havoc in our society. And he lost patience with the negotiations of the representatives in Darul Nadwa. So he took it upon himself to put an end to it. And with rage, he walked looking for Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And on his way to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, obviously with the intention of killing him sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he bumped into a man from his tribe, Nu'aym ibn Abdullah. And Nu'aym ibn Abdullah knew Umar. And he knew this man and his character. And he could see the intent in his face. So he immediately asked, where are you going? So Umar being Umar, candid, direct, sarih, as-saraha raha. Sahwalallah, Shaykh. As-saraha raha. He, Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu just spoke out, I'm off to kill Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He never minced his words. He never minced his words. So Nu'aym said, out of panic, out of fear, he never wanted to release the greatest secret ever. But out of panic he said, he goes, do you think the tribe of Muhammad will leave you walking after you do that? Go back home and fix your matters at home for your sister and brother-in-law have accepted Islam. So this was a huge revelation. And obviously charity begins at home. And Umar, a man of priority, knew this. So immediately, he changed his coordinates. He reset the tom-tom. And he went to his sister's home. And as he got to her home, he heard this whispering coming from behind the door. He heard this jabberish and he, he was more convinced that there's something going on here. Why are these whispers? Their homes weren't like the homes that we have, right? So he knew something was up. And who was in the house? A person who was also persecuted heavily when he became a Muslim. Khabbab ibn al-Arat. He was teaching them Qur'an. So Umar knocked the door. Khabbab knew this is Umar. He went into hiding. He went into hiding. And the brother-in-law opened the door. As he opened the door, Umar inquired. And they tried to hide what was happening. But Umar was not having it. And he started striking his brother-in-law. He struck his brother-in-law Sa'id ibn Zayd radiallahu anhu. But his sister would also not have her husband being beaten by Umar. So she dived into the way and Umar slapped her as well. And as he almost did it for a second time, he saw blood coming out from her nose, so he stopped. He simmered down immediately. He was enraged in anger. He was engulfed in anger. And we know, right? We become so angry. And then we divorce our wives. And then, Allahul Mustaan, what did I just do? Then we go to the Shaykh. And we say, Shaykh, help me out here. I've done something wrong. Right? I said this to the brothers in Halifax. Once a sheikh in, in, in Riyadh was saying that a man came to him one day and he said, I divorced my wife, please help me. So the sheikh said, why did you divorce your wife? So he said that she one day told me, you're not a man. So I said, he, I said, I'm a man. He says, you're not a man. He said, I'm a man. She says, if you're a man, divorce me. He said, oh, rajal, you divorced. He goes, I'm a man, go. He divorced her. So the sheikh said, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. You're not a man. The sheikh said, A man wouldn't do that, right? So some people have this character, right? And this wife knew, and that's why they say, The one who knows the man properly is his wife. They know they've got the charms and everything. 
If you want something from him, get it from his wife. Khair. So Umar was enraged. So he slapped her. But as he simmered down and calmed down, his eyes fell upon this material that the words of the Qur'an was written onto. And he demanded to read it. But his sister was not having it. And why did he demand to read it? He wanted to know, what is this Islam that gives these females so much bravery and so much strength that they can jump into the way of Umar beating a man? And this was unheard of. So he, he said, I have to read this. And she obviously famously said that he couldn't until he bathed. Thus he bathed and he began reading what they had with them. And lo and behold, it was Taha ma anzalna alayka al-Qur'an litashqa illa tadhkiratan liman yakhsha tanzilan mimman khalaqa al-arda wassamawati al-ula ar-Rahman ala al-arsh istawa لَهُ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا وَمَا تَحْتَ الثَّرَاءِ وَإِن تَجْهَرْ بِالْقَوْلِ فَإِنَّهُ يَعْلَمُ السِّرَّ وَأَخْفَى اللَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ لَهُ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى he read, radiyallahu an, Taha. We have not sent down to you the Qur'an that you be distressed. But only as a reminder for those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A revelation from He who created the earth and the highest heavens. The most merciful who is above the throne established. To Him belongs what is in the heavens, and what is on earth, and what is between them, and what is under the soil. And if you speak aloud, then indeed He knows the secret of what is even more hidden. Allah, there is no deity except Him. To Him belongs the most beautiful and best of names. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Umar read this. A man of poetry, a man of skill. He read this and he said, Is this what the Quraysh are running away from? He said, The one who says these words indeed does not deserve to have partners associated with him in worship. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. And he, he commanded that he be taken to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, who was in Dar al-Arqam, and he recited the shahada. What do we learn from these brothers and sisters? We learn how to be people of action. We learn how to be people of action. This is Umar. He didn't sit and say, what will the Quraysh say about me? What will my tribe say about me? What will the people say about me? I was the one who effected this whole case of lashing and, and punishing those who have accepted Islam. How will I look? I look bad. No. When the truth dawned upon him, The one who Allah guides, the none can misguide. When the truth dawned upon him, He was the supporter of the haqq. And the haqq defined him. He didn't care about anybody. He said, take me to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Indeed, this message is, is not disunity. Rather, it is unity. 
and a man of action he was, that he said to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, alasna ala al-haq, are we not upon the truth? And when Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said yes, he radiallahu an said, then why are we hiding and worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Surely we have a greater right of worshipping Allah by the Kaaba than those idols that inhabit the Kaaba. And it was agreed that the Muslims will offer their salah in open. After the Islam of Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu an, they marched to the Kaaba, flanked by Umar ibn al-Khattab and flanked by Hamza. And those leaders in Dar and Nadwa never blinked an eyelid. They said, who is going to cause harm? on a group flanked by these two giants. Allahu Akbar. Person of action. Person of action. Brothers and sisters, we have so many things to say, and uh, I think I have five minutes left. Five. I have five minutes left. Let's try and... May Allah grant barakah in these five minutes so that it becomes ten. Ameen. I want to share with you some statements in the sunnah regarding Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu. First, we learn that he had a very special relationship with the Qur'an. He had a very special relationship with the Qur'an. In fact, he was the companion, the companion, radiallahu an, that had the privilege of saying, of saying, that my Lord agreed with me in three matters. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. He says the first matter, with regards to taking the place of Ibrahim as a place of prayer. Number one. Number two, with regards to the hijab, he was the one who said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that indeed people visit your home. Some have sick hearts. It would be better if your wives covered. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And Allah revealed the ayah of hijab. And it was he, radiallahu an, who said to the wives of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam when they upset him that they should stop. Otherwise, Allah will replace them with those who are better. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed ayat with the meaning of the statement of Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu. And there are many other instances that Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu, it was decreed by Allah that he would be a means of revelation being revealed. Like at the time of Badr, when Allah agreed with his decision with regards to the captives and with regards to alcohol and its ruling. Radiallahu from the merits of Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu an, is that he was always with the messenger of Allah, or most of the time he was with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. There's countless ahadith where we see the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam saying, I came and there came two Abu Bakr and Umar. And I entered and they entered two Abu Bakr and Umar radiallahu anhum ajma'in. From the merits of Umar is that Umar was given glad tidings of having a home in paradise whilst he was on this earth. For Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in a hadith in Sahih Muslim reported by Jabir radiallahu that I entered paradise and I saw in it a house or a palace and I said, for whom is it reserved for? And the angel said, it is for Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Umar, when he told him this, that I intended to enter the house. I almost went into your house. But I remembered your jealous character, Ya Umar. I remembered your jealous character, so I didn't. So Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu, he cried and said, that, O Prophet of Allah, could I feel any jealousy if you entered my home? 
Allahu Akbar. Look at the relationship between the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the Sahaba. From the merits of Umar is that Aisha radiallahu anha reported that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that Umar was a man of inspiration. For he said, there had been among the people before you inspired individuals. And if there were any such among my ummah, then Umar ibn al-Khattab would be from them. He was a man inspired. He had what today we call the sixth sense. Right? From the merits of Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu an, is that once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, and this hadith is in Sahih Muslim, that I saw people in a dream, in my dream. And they were wearing shirts. And some had shirts that reached up to their chests. And some had shirts that went beyond them. And then I saw Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu an walking with his shirt trailing. So they asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how do you interpret this dream? So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that this is a sign of the strength of Umar's faith. Radiallahu From the merits of servants of Allah is that shaitan doesn't walk the same path that Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu walks. For once, as is in the hadith of Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqqas radiallahu he says Umar radiallahu sought permission to enter into the space of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, while some of the women of the Quraysh were busy talking to him. And some of them raised their voices over his voice, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So when he took permission to enter, and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam allowed it, the women ran behind the curtain. So Umar said, Ya Rasulullah, surely you are more deserving of being feared than me. And then, he turned to the females and said, O oh, enemies of yourselves, surely Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has a greater need of being feared than me. And they shouted out to him and said, Yes, you are a harsh and strict man in comparison to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in response to that, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, By him in whose hand is my life, if Satan would encounter you, in the way, he would certainly take a different way from that of yours. He would take a way other than your way. Shaytan is scared that if I encounter Umar, I might accept Islam. Allahu Akbar. Right? These are from the merits, O servants of Allah and O children of Adam. I need to end my talk now. And I'm going to end with two or three points of Shaykh allows. Point number one. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam summoned the greatness of this man Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu an by saying that if there was a prophet to come after me, it would be Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu an. If there was a prophet to come after me, it would be Umar. And the scholars when they discuss this hadith, they tell us an amazing thing. They say, subhanallah, look at the knowledge of Allah. Look at the knowledge of Allah. That Allah knows that those things which are not supposed to happen, if they happen to happen, then how they will happen, Allah knows that as well, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thus we have a hadith such as these, Allah ya'lamu ma kan, Allah knows what was, and Allah knows what is, and Allah knows what will be, and Allah knows how it will be, and Allah knows what will not be, and Allah knows how everything will be. And if those things that are not supposed to be, if they happen to be, then how they will be, He, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows as well. 
Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. O servants of Allah, the second point that I want to share with you before switching off is one part from the death of Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu. Because some people and legends like him, they are people that teach us how to die in their living. And they teach us how to live in their dying. Allahu Akbar. And if we just discuss the dying of Umar, wallahi, there's magnanimous lessons and we will need to sit here till Fajr. But one amazing thing that happened, or which I want to share with you when he was passing away, was that whilst he was bleeding to death, radiallahu anhu, a young boy walked to him, to see him. And this boy had his lower garment below, or dragging on the floor, below his ankles. As he walked away to leave Umar, Umar turned to him, and called out to him, and said, Yabna Akhi, O son of my brother, Allahu Akbar, look at these beautiful words, in dying he's teaching us how to do da'wah. Look at that, not saying, O Mubtadi, O misguided one, O so and so, O foolish person, and so on and so forth. Beautiful words. O son of my brother, irfa' thawbak, lift your thawb. فَإِنَّهُ أَتْقَى لِرَبِّكَ For indeed it is of more piety to your Rabb. It's more beloved to Allah. وَأَبْقَى لِثَوْبِكَ And it will make your thawb last longer. Allahu Akbar. He joined between the spiritual ruling and lesson as well as the tangible physical ruling and lesson. He taught us how to be comprehensive in our da'wah. May Allah gather us with Him in Jannah. Wallahi, we are not here to just say stories, brothers and sisters. We are here to reform our lives from the lessons of the people of honor. They were people of honor. They were few people who walked the face of this earth, but they made an impact. Today we billions of people, and where is the impact? They truly were people of honor. There were 313 that stood on Badr, in front of a thousand. And today you and I are Muslim because of that battle. Allahu Akbar. They were giants, they were people of honor. We are crying to be recognized. But we're not taking the means of being recognized. We want to read about the lives of the people of honor, but we didn't bring into our life the dosages of honor, the medication of honor, the remedy that brings about honor. We didn't. Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu was a man of honor. He lived for Allah. He spoke for Allah. He remained silent for Allah. He did for Allah. His living was for Allah. His dying was for Allah. Nothing of this world mattered. Nothing of this world mattered. I shared with the brothers in Leeds yesterday some amazing things from his khilafah. Where Uthman radiallahu anhu says that you know what? Once it was so hot and I heard a man screaming and running around. And I said, which madman can be out in the hot sun here? And I walked out to see the leader of the Muslims running around. And I said, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, O leader of the Muslims, what are you doing? It's hot outside. He says, one of the camels of Sadaqah has become lost. It's become lost. How can I rest when this amana is lost? I need to go find it. Allahu Akbar. What would you and I do? We'd sleep. Go deeper in the duvet. Right? Put on the central heating even, make it more hotter. Right? That's what we would do. We say, خلاص, لا يكلف الله نفسا إلاه سعها. Deen is easy. It's okay. لا, look at the people of honor. Look at them. This was Umar. This was Umar. رضي الله عنه. Once he said, when he was told, you, you're a tired man, you should rest. You should sleep. 
He says, and how can I sleep? How can I sleep? When Abu Bakr radiallahu an gave me this khilafah, he said to me, he said to me, Ya Umar, indeed Allah has actions during the night that you cannot do during the day. And for Allah are actions during the day which you cannot do at night. So he radiallahu an said, if I sleep during the day, I will lose my people. And if I sleep during the night, I will lose Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who needs sleep? Who needs sleep by Allah? We will sleep in the grave. We know that there are people who lived for 60 to 70 years, but they've been in the grave for over 100 years. We know of people, right? They lived for 70 years, but they are dead under the ground for more than that. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us death while is pleased with us. The last thing I'm going to say is the story of Umar radiallahu anhu entering Palestine. This giant, this legend, went there in humbleness. Honor was understood by this man. He knew where honor was. And as he entered Palestine, that was ruled by emperors, he had his slippers underneath his armpits. He had his slippers underneath his armpits. So Abu Ubaidah radiallahu anhu says, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, these are emperors, you are the leader of the Muslims. Get on your ride, wear your shoes. And Umar turned to him and said, if it was other than you who said this, you would have faced the wrath of Umar. Abu Ubaidah was a respected Sahabi, radiallahu anhu. Umar said, Umar said, we are a nation that were wretched, Nobody wanted to know us. We were the worst of the worst. نَحْنُ قَوْمٌ أَعَزَّنَ اللَّهُ بِالْإِسْلَامِ We are a nation that Allah has given honor to through Islam. This is where honor is, not in putting your shoes on your feet. Not in what people think about you. Not in what people think about you. Be strange. He was strange. It was strange to walk with your slippers underneath your armpits. He was strange, but hey, so what? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, فَطُوبَى لِلْغُرَبَاءِ Glad tidings to the strange ones. He told this companion of his that we were wretched. We have been given honor because of Islam. And if we sought honor in any other way other than Islam, then not only will we be wretched, but Allah will make us wretched. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Umar ibn al-Khattab. One minute fighting Islam, next minute we have people. Thousands of years later, we speak about him with honor. We speak about him with pride. And we ask Allah to gather us with him in Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive our sins. Forgive our past. May Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal al-Wahid al-Qahar, grant us death whilst he's pleased with us. And grant us death whilst he has decreed for us to have a grave which is a garden from the gardens of Jannah. May Allah send us angels from Jannah to collect our soul immediately after the angel of death takes that soul from us. Ameen. May Allah grant us shade underneath His arsh on the day of Qiyamah. May Allah gather us together as He has gathered us here today underneath His arsh on the day of Qiyamah. May Allah make us meet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and decree for us to be His smile on the day of Qiyamah and not His tears. May Allah protect us from being turned away from His hawd on the day of Qiyamah. Ameen. May Allah make us people who practice a sunnah because it's a sunnah and not people who leave a sunnah because it's a sunnah. Allahumma Those legends, they practiced the sunnah because it was a sunnah. They valued it, they never belittled it. May Allah grant us our book of deeds in our right hands. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
grant us Jannah with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and Abu Bakr, and Umar, and Uthman, and Ali, and all the companions, radiallahu anhum ajma'een, so that we can sit with Umar ibn Khattab, radiallahu and tell him about our sitting in Bradford, one cold, dull day, where we became inspired. Barakallahu feekum hadha wallahu a'lam. I love you all for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything correct said is from Allah, and He's perfect, and any mistakes are from myself and shaytan, and I seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين